0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Word with Dr. Michael David Clay and
1: Sam. <laughs> I'm back again. You took you took my line, Sam Clay. Sorry. Just trying well, to jump on my opportunity to
0: speak. Yes. Well you, okay. <laughs> it may be true. You have to sometimes get a word in edgewise.
1: Yeah, I'm too excited.
0: Sam, you strike me as a committed person.
1: I believe I am committed with some things, yes. Yes.
0: Uh, What would be your... Yeah, that
1: would be an interesting kind of question. Yeah.
0: Uh, I never thought of it uh, until you said that that way. So what would be... Some of those things, are there? Are there prior is there a way to prioritize
1: them? How do you determine which things you're committed to and which things you aren't? Um, I think you determine if you're committed to something, if you think it's well, like how important it is, or just how you feel about a certain subject, and just stuff like that. Kind of some of those things play into that, yeah. Being alone <laughs> that's probably
0: that's probably or being lonely, maybe. yeah. Yeah, That's That's probably one of those things. Uh, Usually commitment uh, kind of goes along with making sure that in order to not be alone that you're invested or you've made some commitments, which maybe that's important to kind of uh, identify too. What it means to be committed.
1: I think to be committed just means that you're, um, you say you're going to do something and then you follow through with that and you keep your judgment of, and you keep your word of just doing the thing you say you're going to do
0: so i guess it's okay to be comm- <laughs> committed to not being alone uh, or to yeah. being lonely yeah usually people talk about relationships yeah. in, in a lot of different ways one of those ways yeah. might be committed relationships or committed in a relationship i guess really what we're highlighting here is you could be committed to the process yeah. of making sure that you're not alone uh if you can't be with the one you love then <laughs> Do you know the, the end of that phrase?
1: No, I can't say. They love either. the one you're with. Yeah, okay.
0: How to excel at online dating?
1: Psychology today. Oh, yes. And we did. We got our newest edition. Got the new one, yes. Yeah, it's pretty. Three. It's yeah. pretty
0: impressive. Yeah, well, nice cover. Uh, yeah, forgive yourself on the cover. Make yeah. peace with your mistakes. This would be the February 2022 edition. Up to date. This article is written by Gwendolyn Seidman, Seidman, PhD. How to Excel at Online Dating. An optimistic mindset can make it easier to meet a mate online. More relationships begin online now than ever before. Yet countless users find online dating to be frustrating, tedious, or even altogether pointless. What sets those who succeed apart from those who give up, new research finds, may be the mindset with which they start the process. Writing in the journal Personal Relationships, researchers surveyed more than 1,300 online daters to determine whether their approach to relationships was promotion-focused, that is, thinking about what they might gain, or prevention-focused, preoccupied with what they stood to lose by picking the wrong partner. Users who profiled, excuse me, users also browsed profiles reporting how engaged they were and how easy or difficult the process felt and rated their perceived success in online dating so far. The researchers found that the more promotion-focused people were the easier and more engaging they found the online dating process, uh, were the easier and more engaging they found the online dating process. Those with a prevention focus found it only slightly less engaging but substantially more difficult. People with a promotion focus also felt more successful in their online endeavors overall. Because daters were asked only about perceived success, it's not clear if their mindset was related to actual success and finding relationship. But it's certainly possible. The ease with which Promotion-focused users experience the browsing process, the authors write, may have allowed them to spend more time swiping, and their focus on the positive could make them more open to initiating a real-world date once someone caught their eye. Because online dating requires some degree of investment and effort, one's mindset could play an especially important role in the outcome, the authors note. Ultimately, it may be that trying to see each profile as a potential partner rather than digging for deal breakers could be the difference between giving up on love and finding it. And again, that's Gwendolyn Seidman, Seidman, PhD, how to excel at online dating, an optimistic mindset could make it easier to meet a mate online. Most people I speak to, I have never done that. Have you ever done that?
1: I have not. Yeah, I've I've never never done done that. that. I've never done that.
0: Uh, Different age, different time, different circumstances, circumstance, different situation. But most of the individuals that I talk to really don't consider it to be a very good option as measured by whether or not they are successful. Uh, There's a lot of people they can meet online. I've heard a lot of conversation about what they call hookups online which seems to be altogether not about relationship, but maybe, again, not being alone in a more immediate sort of, I don't know, physically gratifying sort of way, if I could say it that in those terms, describing those terms. But when I ask you about if you were committed, and then we started to talk about relationships and being alone, most people have not had a lot of success, tremendous success, finding committed relationships online. And so this idea of what that says then about what we expect or what we're looking for, and I believe this article kind of captures a bit of that, may actually then help us to understand either why some people find it incredibly disappointing And maybe why others might find it more gratifying and if you happen to fall into the category of disappointment maybe you need to modify how you look at that because maybe the entire situation really uh, suggests a certain degree of commitment but it's maybe not about relationships in a committed sort of way with a single person maybe it's just about not being alone
1: yeah i think you 're right. I think some people go into these online dating situations with uh expectations of a committed relationship when I think that 's really not what it 's about, but some people consider it that way, but it seems like the vast majority that are on these uh, online dating sites seem to suggest that it 's just not about that or the the people that are the majority of the people that are on these sites don't seem to be looking for a committed relationship and a few that do go to these sites looking for one seem to be disappointed. When they get there, it's just not what they've hoped for.
0: Well, I, I don't know what they're really, again, once more, I'm not sure what they're looking for. Uh, and, and you've done a great job of establishing possibilities. If you're looking for that person then it seems to me like you're going to put probably extra value, that's how you said that you measured your level of commitment, whether it was important to you, you valued it. Seems like you're going to put a little bit more energy into that. You know, you might look at the details a bit more. However, if you just don't want to be alone, or if there's some immediate, you know, I was teasing about the hookups. You know, people do that just for sex sexual relationships and to the extent and degree that I understand that some people see sex in a different sort of light they don't see that either within a committed relationship or they don't see the necessity of some emotional commitment long-term sort of element or dimension of the relationship to be all that important it's just the gratification it's again if you can't be with the one you love how does the saying go love the one you're with love the one you're with but if you are wanting to have a long-term relationship with someone and for it to fit that traditional model where there's going to be investments, I'm not sure swiping, <laughs> and I, I, I can only imagine going through a, a lot of pictures when you swipe, it's sort of like looking at your cell phone and you know, you're know you going through the pictures, swipe, 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 swipe. You're really not maybe as inclined. To think about the individual person as it is, I'm hungry, we've just gone to this uh, <laughs> buffet, and I just need to find something to eat. And I'm not really sure what I want, but when I get there, I just I'm sure something. I'll figure it out. Yeah, you just kind of... you
1: just, just as long want as something. they've got a
0: lot of choices and...
1: You want something.
0: And that there's something I can have there.
1: Something to uh, satisfy your, your hunger and just get... To, yeah, to satisfy your want and your need for something. And I guess that would be with these dating sites, You're your want to not be alone, to satisfy that need to be with someone and not be alone.
0: So I might kind of bring it back down to a real simple concept. You're probably not going to find somebody online if you're real picky. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, and, I think and
0: if great. you're too preoccupied in maybe finding something that will work to the extent degree that you're trying to, uh, in some way, as the uh, author described it, rather than being uh, promotion focused, you're prevention focused or preoccupied with what they stood to lose by picking the wrong partner, you know, that starts to sound a bit like you're picky. Now, is it wrong, wrong to be picky when you talk about
1: relationships? I don't think it's wrong to be picky, but as we were saying, if you're picky, you're probably not going to find it. Well, and if I'm committed, if my preoccupation,
0: my value, right, is to find the right person, and that's what i then determined to be the basis of making a commitment to the relationship, this is the right person, then I'm probably going to be so picky, it may be impossible for me to find someone who meets that criterion. Now, what is it? I mean, there can be a long list, there it can be, be a short different, list, different words. But whatever I want, as unique and personal as I want it to be, it's probably going to be come across as quite picky. It's like you know, the saying, the needle in the haystack. Yeah. It's hard to find the needle with the hay sack. Well, a gonna, yeah, in the haystack. Well, no, a lot of needles. Yeah, well, no, a lot of hay. One needle, it, it's pretty small yeah. in relationship to haysack. haystack. Now, yeah. I don't know if there's many people who have actually encountered haystacks, but they used to be quite large. Now yeah. they bale them, they roll yeah, them they up, them but hay. in the past they would just like pile them all together, the hay that is. But. If you're, on the other hand, more open to and saying to yourself, or maybe even as you would say outwardly, this really isn't so much about me finding the right person as much as me being out there and connecting with people. You'd probably be promotion-focused, I think, is again how uh, the author put it, which is thinking about what they might gain. Now, that sounds about selfish and self-indulgent. What I can get out
1: of it Not so much caring about what I might lose, but what I can gain from it. Yeah, I feel like these dating sites, if you're able to put yourself out there and you have the confidence to put yourself out there, you can gain a lot of feedback from people and have people uh, make you feel a sort of way. And I think that's what people are also wanting by going to these dating sites. But you also have a lot to lose by just not getting any of that. It's more... Quite a quite a risk you can do you can take by going to these sites.
0: Though I do not recommend online dating, as do I. I do not either. <laughs> Generally speaking, I do recommend something very similar though. I usually tell people who are looking for a partner or have found themselves for whatever reason, and there's a multitude of reasons why someone may find themselves at a point or season in their life where they're alone, or and that could be older and could be younger. You know, people find themselves alone. And should you want then that end of a committed relationship, uh, a relationship that's a a person that's a keeper, I tell them, you know, if you start out with that, you're probably never going to get it. What you really need to start out with is just being friendly.
1: Yeah, just being a nice person always. Be out there. Yeah, makes people feel good whenever you're nice to them.
0: Promote yourself. Let people know what you're about, who you are. Hopefully, they'll connect with you in the same way and be nice what, back. What's wrong with the uh, exponentially so increasing your odds? And what I mean by that is the more people you know, as the relationships then may grow, or as you might get to know them and there may be more value found in them, maybe they match up pretty well, they start to on um, big key issues, they start to match up pretty well, then maybe as you stay with them and the relationship progresses, then you may find that then even on the smaller items, you kind of find more compatibility. You kind of match up even better. And with that then, if you start out with a big net, you're going to catch a lot of fish. But after a while, you may throw a lot of them back, but you're going to hold on to a few (laughs) <laughs> is that a good analogy?
1: Uh, yeah, a so fish analogy when, like, we, when yes, we're talking that, about yes, well, a there is
0: there is one of those sites called Plenty of Fish. Yeah, but but the idea though it's a good, is it's a good name. Yeah, the idea though is that with time and as relationships mature, there's going to become fewer and fewer relationships they're going to become much more important and meaningful if only because they endure and why would they endure there must be some level or degree of compatibility
1: yeah if you can if the relationship lasts it's probably because you have things in common or you can get along together which is uh, good than just rather than having a lot of relationships that you really don't have that
0: I think there's also a lot of innate or intuitive sort of dimensions to relationships as well. I do think people who grew up in similar cultures, psychosocial cultures or social environments, They grew up with certain commonalities, they are either intact families or what we used to call, uh, maybe in a more traditional way, family with the two parents and the kids and and all of that. Uh, Or they may grow up in families that what we have, I think, and still do call blended have in the past and still do call blended families where you have a lot of partners, maybe. Uh, as with a, a spouse and then the kids they may have all kinds of different siblings they may have extended family that goes in a lot of different directions as you go through the the different persons since the relationship the central relationship between the primary partners kind of either the partners change or as there's a change that takes place you meet new people uh, nowadays the committed relationships don't have to have a legal kind of aspect to it as with the marriage or any sort of moral sort of commitment people are not necessarily seeing that as important as it used to be in the past but this notion, though, is, is that as much as all of that is going on, intuitively we still seem to connect with people who are a lot like us. And not only in those cultural sociological sort of ways, but even psychologically. And with that, there's a tendency to be compatible with individuals who balance us out. And personality dimensions. Some people are more miserly, some people are more extravagant and giving, uh, some people are more conservative, some people are much more risk takers, and there's that dimension of balance to a relationship. But you're not going to explore any of that stuff until you meet people. And if you never meet people, or if you really restrict the number of people you're exposed to, it seems like, again, you're greatly reducing, vastly reducing your opportunity, your chances of success.
1: If you can really get yourself out there and project yourself to a copious amounts and a lot of people, then your chances of meeting someone that you are compatible with and can have a, like, a relationship with them that... Um, you have that same compatibility that you like similar things or you surround yourself with people that you're similar with or can get along with. I think your chances of finding this relationship are, uh, they will increase.
0: It's a, big wor- it's, a, it's a big world out
1: there. It is a big world.
0: And, and if you're not meeting the people in the world or if you're not putting yourself in situations, you're probably not going to then be very helpful to yourself in finding the right person. And, and even if you should be picky, it still seems like go look at a lot of different things. If you're just sitting around waiting for the perfect one to come by or for you to happen it upon or look into the perfect person, what's the chances of that happening compared to at least going out and meeting a lot of people?
1: I think, yeah, I think if you're just able to just go out and just surround yourself by a lot of people and just go out and talk to a lot of people, then you have more chance of finding the person you're really compatible with.
0: Another way of looking
1: at this, too, is that
0: difference between promotion-focused and prevention-focused. I think that's a huge paradigm dichotomy or contrast in terms of just how people approach life if you approach life looking at how much you stand to lose you're probably not going to ever have much because you're already going to be preclusive you're going to be restricting or holding on being stingy with what you have rather than giving it and if you give it Even though there's a bit of front end expenditure, it would seem like if you're more generous or you're more open or you're more giving, and with that more promoting, uh, not looking for a loss, but thinking, well, there's all kinds of gain, it's kind of hard to lose, I think you're going to find that the way to get more is to really give something up, certainly of yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, getting back to the promotion you were speaking of earlier, I think if you're able to promote yourself and get yourself out there more, it makes it a lot easier for other people to find you. And if you're able to risk that, possibly some people not uh, liking you or just not... Uh, not having that compatible relationship with some people, you're going to be able to find more and more people that you do through that failure, through projecting yourself out there. It's going to be a lot easier than it would be by just not projecting yourself.
0: I think you're absolutely right, too. I think it comes back to this notion that somehow how we do life, in these more general terms, as we just got through saying, uh, and then even going back to some of the things we discussed at the earlier, in the earlier moments of the podcast today. this idea is, though, it's a difference between either thinking of yourself failing or succeeding, and with that being so preoccupied with not losing that you can't win. And then what should you receive? But failures, and then how should you feel about yourself, but as being then a failure, and if you think about that, then you're probably going to be more inclined not to put it on the line, whatever it is. Uh, Whether it's your cred, your confidence, your self-esteem, being withdrawn and retracted, feeling like a failure, that's not a win. There's plenty of people who might look at you and say you are, but if they get any agreement from you on it, then what's the chances that they're going to come up with a different opinion? I mean, they're not even going to, they're, they're just going to swipe right by you. You look, I guess you could, right? You could look the part. You could look like a failure.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you really just focus on the failure, if you see yourself going to fail, you're more likely to fail, because you're already thinking about it. It just makes it a lot easier to fail than to succeed. I think if you don't get yourself out there, as I keep talking about, I really focus on this of promoting yourself if you don't promote yourself and you think oh I'm going to fail if I don't do it then you're probably going to fail because you're not doing it and you're so focused on the failure that you can't win and and that kind of gets
0: me back to again this notion in my mind as you say that and all that we've said uh, that that goes with what you just got through saying I, I encourage the folks that I speak to and work with that's really what I encourage them to be it's just good people like yourself Try to not lie, cheat, or steal. Try to not do something to somebody else that you wouldn't want them to do to you in a most general sort of way. Try to be kind. Try to be positive and optimistic and encouraged. Wake up in the morning, if you get up in the morning, or if it's the evening, whenever you wake up, and have an attitude of, there's a lot of good stuff out there. I just have to find it. That is one thing that I'm pretty confident in. Uh, Whether it is that we live in somewhat of a closed system, uh, somewhat of a notion of entropy uh, Einstein, I think it was, that said energy is neither created nor destroyed it just changes shape or form
1: I trust you on that
0: I, no uh, I, think, idea. It, I think he did Someone but it's, it's one of those rules of science physical science but if that's true, it's out there you just have to do what you have to do to find it now yes, there's probably a lot to be said for just not going out and hooking up or treating people in some sort of way that they're just expendable for immediate gratification because I do think and believe in the premise of long-term committed relationships. But on the front end, if you don't lie, cheat, or steal, or if you're not out there to harm or abuse somebody else, and they're not going to do that to you, then you're still going to have an opportunity for that relationship to grow. Maybe all of the encounters or all the contacts will not turn into that kind of a real high quality, long term committed relationship that I think most of us want. I call it love love in that sort of way, but at least several will and, and maybe more than several, maybe more than a handful. I kind of consider it to be a, a problem very fortunate if you have more than a handful of people at the end of your life that really are committed to you that's always shown themselves to be trustworthy and found you to be trustworthy, that you've formed this really solid, sort of unconditional sort of dimension to the relationship. But to get there, people have to realize you've got to quote old saying again, you got to kiss a lot of frogs to find the prince. Uh, Sam, you got to catch up I'm on sorry. all these I'm old sayings. My best.
1: I'm trying my best. I'll read up on my sayings for the next <laughs> podcast.
0: So, so, how did you find the person that was right for you in your life?
1: Um, I kind of did what they were saying. I just promoted myself. I got myself out there enough, and just took the risk, and it worked out.
0: Yeah, and online dating is just a forum
1: yeah it's just a place to do that it's it's what
0: social media is supposed to be about social media is just about encounters meeting, meaningful relationships it's not people. that they can't occur virtually or online
1: it's just not it's not made for that
0: but if they're virtual then you always run the risk that you're missing something that otherwise in a more tangible yeah, sort face of way, to
1: face is always better. it
0: may not really be as real as you think it is, but I think most of this online dating, eventually people do go out. I mean, if you get to the point where you can see it in this context or understand what we're, uh, the article's trying to say and what we've been talking about today on the podcast, you're eventually going to increase your chances. You're going to eventually meet a lot of people. Not everybody's going to go out with you, but eventually there will be a few. And when you go out, you'll have a chance to to take what otherwise began as just an opportunity and see if there's any sort of real, I guess, chance of success, a real sort of measurable substance to it. It's just not virtual. It could turn into something real.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. If you can find uh, the person through the online dating and if you can... uh Eventually lead that to a face-to-face encounter, you can make a better distinction than just virtually online. I think face-to-face is always better than just online encounters. Gwendolyn Seidman, Seidman
0: PhD. How to excel at online dating. An optimistic mindset could make it easier to meet a mate online. I think that's true.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree with that. It's
0: not only optimistic mindset when it comes to meet a mate online. An optimistic mindset... Is probably then correlate in only but the most positive of ways with success in life. Not that you won't encounter things that don't turn out, but if you're so afraid of losing that you don't go back out there and try again, you're probably never going to win. And pessimism is not good. As far as I'm concerned, pessimism really doesn't turn into anything but more negativity. It just digs the hole deeper, the rut deeper, and it becomes more and more difficult to uh, get out of it.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. If you get just in that hole of just thinking, oh, I can't do it, I'm going to fail, it's hard to build yourself back up to where you can't do it or you think you can do it mentally. So, you know, you sound like a committed person. I'd like to think I am.
0: (laughs) And even in
1: relationships. But you don't sound selfish. I try not to be selfish, I try never to be selfish You're just
0: committed to the process of doing things the best way that you know in terms of how they work and with the hope in mind of a good outcome Yeah. but it's not to exploit people it's not to take advantage of people it's not to use people it's to invest in life it's to put yourself out there and expend the energy and the only way you're going to do that is if you have that mindset optimism because there's going to be some losses along the way but it never is going to come up that you're going to get less than what you gave (laughs) that's just how this world works it's always with at least at the very minimum what you give you get back and most of us in the end end up with much much more than any of the small cost on the front end just a few of those really long-term committed relationships pay off dividends when they're said and done. But you've got to let them mature. You can't just sort of like say, well, I'm never going to do it again because I'm got tired of getting hurt. Or I, I can't stand this getting hurt because there's really no growth in that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. If you're just getting that, uh, just a thought process, I'm going to get hurt. It can't work out. This is bad. You can't grow from your experiences because you're just getting that locked in, just that mindset. And I think in some ways that is being committed to yourself, that is
0: promoting yourself. But more than just promoting yourself, you're promoting an identity of success. And who does want to hang out with winners? I want to hang out with winners. Sounds good. Again, it all depends on how you define them. I don't want to win at any cost, but I want to be a winner. And you know who else is a winner?
1: Who's a winner? Besides you. Oh, thank you. You <laughs>
0: and me and you is our listeners.
1: Oh, they're big winners here.
0: <laughs> I hope they are.
1: They stuck with me. Yeah, me they come back funny. and they
0: listen to the podcast, and I hope that they, they find put up with me. That's a win. Something. Valuable that comes out of it. And with that, I hope that they're able to uh, take what these articles give us and apply it to their life because that really is the intention or the reason that uh, we do them. And uh, because of that, and hopefully as much as they might feel like a winner and they kind of see us as helping them to do that, hopefully they'll come back and join us on our next podcast. But in the meantime, I uh, would want to encourage all of our listeners uh, to be successful, to not be afraid, to go out and invest. <laughs> and if you should be an online dater, uh, do what this article suggests, which is be promotion focused. Have an optimistic mindset. After all, you know, you're know you not looking for the needle in the haystack. You're looking for as many individuals. And out of that, you might find, you're going to find the one They're out there. Again, you just have to kiss a lot of frogs. Come back and join us again on our next podcast.